0: Feeling the emotion is what makes gratitude practice so powerful. Your brain will attach emotions to your thoughts that you think, and the thoughts you think drive you to take action. So when I descri- am when I was describing this to my best friend, I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to write down the stuff that is like juicy, that gets you like almost to the point of like happy tears of like, I am so blessed because I have this thing in my life, this person in my life, this situation, this job, this song that I love that came on, whatever it is. And really, you realize that the more and more you return to this practice, the more and more that you want to return to it. Because when you feel those high vibe emotions, you're karmically sending that out. Gratitude has a ripple effect of helping you become present in your life. Welcome to She Empowers the Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Kayla Lucas. I'm a mom of two, a family-focused chiropractor, a trailblazing entrepreneur, and a holistic mindset queen. I am on a mission to empower women to lead themselves and their families to greater health and wellness in their personal lives and businesses. Each week, I'm sharing inspiring content that will give you the tools to navigate your own wellness journey, grow your businesses, expand your mind, and take care of the ones you love. This is your space to feel supported, inspired, and empowered. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of She Empowers the Podcast. We're kicking off this new week. I'm recording this episode on a Monday morning. So I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling groovy and feeling excited about whatever it is you have going on in your life. If not, give me about 20 minutes because I'm ready to pump you up. I really do sort of love and hate a Monday morning at the same time because it's the start of a new week and I love that we're going to be getting back into routine after, you know, usually a chaotic weekend with the kids and family life. But I also feel like it's a lot of prep for the week ahead to get organized. I... Need to be organized. Like it is the only way in my life to attain anything. And I feel like it's the only way that I'm able to accomplish all of the things that I want to accomplish in the week for work and show up for my family as a mama and a good wife. Like it requires a good amount of organization. My oldest is six. And so I still feel like I'm figuring this out for myself. And sometimes I still get really overwhelmed by how busy life goes, but I know that it's normal to some degree, but I also just thrive on routines. So Mondays are sort of like "Mm, a love hate for me, but I do love to start my day and my morning with gratitude. And this week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about all of the wonderful, fuzzy wuzzy, fill up your cup kind of conversation on gratitude. I've personally had a gratitude practice for about seven years, and it's been a very huge foundation in my life. I haven't ever talked about it or unpacked it before on the podcast, so just allow me a little bit of time to pitch you on why a gratitude practice is so freaking incredible, it's so pivotal, it's so powerful, and just so essential for your life. I really can't take credit for the development of a gratitude practice, I will say that here and now, although many women and women thought leaders before me have start, have shared this topic over and over and over again. I used to race home from school and watch Oprah Winfrey as a little girl, and I remember her talking about it on her show, maybe this is the first place that I heard it before, but What I know for sure, for sure, is that this practice of gratitude is easy, it's absolutely free, and when it's done correctly, can fundamentally reshape the way you look at your life. And I'm going to share with you an old but powerful example. So wherever you are at right now, whether you're driving or you're at home or you're at work, I want you to look around the room or in nature, and I want you to as quickly as you can identify all the items that are red. So go as fast as you can, look around that red button, that red piece of clothing, that lid, that piece of food. How many are you getting? Eight. Did you get 10? Red, red, red. Just look for red. Keep looking for red look for red as fast as you can. How many blue items did you see? We weren't looking for blue. We were looking for red, but you've even probably seen some things that were more of a cyan or an orange color and just called them red just so that you could have more red things. You didn't see blue because you weren't focused on it. The same goes for gratitude and blessings. And for those of you who are working on building something for yourself, a business or trying to grow yourself in any way, the same is true for opportunity or resources. When you are looking for something, you will find it. Another perfect example is, have you ever gotten a car You know, you get a new Mazda CX-5 and you're driving around and then you start seeing all these Mazdas everywhere you go and you're like, holy cow, this is a super common vehicle. It was always there, but you're just seeing it more now because you are actively training yourself to see these types of vehicles. And there's an explanation behind this. Your brain has something called the Reticular Activating System or the RAS. And our RAS is a part of the brainstem that plays a central role in our behavioral alertness. In other words, it's like our bird dog. It finds for us what we tell it we're looking for because your brain is such a cool organ. Like, It's completely incapable of handling all of the amount of information that is coming at you all at once in any given moment, your brain would literally explode like that emoji. So your brain has to filter through what is important to you and what is not. And the reticular activating system is what is in charge of determining what is important to you. So when I started to look for things to be grateful for seven years ago, when I started to develop this practice Guess what my bird dog did? It went out sniffing for things to be grateful for. And the cool part is that it won't stop looking for those things unless you tell it to. So be careful what you are focusing on. We hear this from spiritual thought leaders, from gurus, from health experts. Be careful what you focus on. When your brain is focused on things that you're grateful for, you start to ingrain this habit more naturally into your nervous system. And since I'm a chiropractor, I'm all about the nervous system and integrating the things that actually bring us closer to who we are and that help us live healthier, more fulfilling lifestyles. So I've always known that gratitude is an important concept, but for a long time before I dove more deeply into it, I did it more out of a duty than like a real feeling. So like, Oh, like I should be doing gratitude. So I'll write it down or I'll say, I'm grateful for the things that I'm grateful for, but I wasn't actually applying meaning to it. Gratitude work is powerful on a spiritual level, but it's also neuroscience It's just how our brain works. So doing a gratitude practice to start your day also just gets you in communion with whatever you believe in. I believe in God, source, universe, guardian angels, like energy. I believe in it all. And this is defined by you. You get to believe in whatever you want to believe in. But when you start the day believing that your source is helping you, is guiding you, is offering you gifts, is putting things in your path, is keeping you safe, is honoring your highest good. You start the day with intentionality. You're setting yourself up and your brain up to feel that your life is blessed. You're literally programming your brain to see blessings because you see blessings. It's actually the coolest thing. There's a really lovely quote by Zig Ziglar that says, Gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for in the future. And energy is a powerful thing because the vibration of gratitude, no matter how you start your day, is going to be infinitely higher than whatever you woke up with. Maybe you have kids at home and your sleep was really broken. Maybe you have a lot going on in your mind or in your work or in your marriage or in other parts of your life. Gratitude is something that is hugely, hugely important. And I'm going to share my best advice for how to do it well and with ease. So some things to consider. I highly recommend doing it first thing in the morning. Y'all know all the things you need to get done in the morning. Like, I don't even need to remind you. You got work, you got the kids, you got to pack the lunches, you got to change over the laundry. You have to answer all the emails. You have a whole life of responsibilities and commitments, and the day can literally get away on us in an instant. So before you do all of those other things, take a minute and start your day with gratitude. It sets the tone for the day. And I'm telling you, from my experience, when I skip a day, when I miss a day, when life gets chaotic, and and it does, I will have never as good of a day as if I start my day with gratitude because I'm automatically setting the tone. I'm already looking for things that I'm blessed with and aspiring for things that I want more of. So start your day first thing in the morning before you get bombarded by all of the stimulus, by all of the people and the things that you have to do. Start your day with gratitude and see how it shifts. The second thing is it's very powerful to write it all down. And I know I've talked about journaling before on the podcast, but in a world where we live on our phones... Where everything is digital, there is just something incredibly powerful about putting your hand and moving it across a page and writing it all down and like sharing space with yourself to find the things that you're grateful for. So I do this in the form of a journal. I have a gratitude journal from Amazon. It was probably 20 bucks. When I open it inside of the pages, I have to write, I am grateful for. And then it has one, two, three blank lines where I write it down. The next thing it says is what would make today great? And then I have to list three other things. The last thing that I do is it says daily affirmations and I start it with I am. So this doesn't have to be a complex thing for you. Find a journal, a piece of paper, something you can keep in a place to come back to. And here's the thing. The practice of writing it all down is also ingraining to your brain, to your nervous system, the habit of returning to gratitude. And this is what shapes the habits that we form, whether they're good or bad habits. When you are repetitively doing something, you're more likely to keep doing it. It's like people who are maybe not affiliated with fitness, but they want to become more fit, but they're not motivated to move their body. There's this change and shift that happens. When you start moving your body, you crave moving your body. It's the same with gratitude. When you start writing down the things you're grateful for, you want to return to the act and the art of it so much more because of what it gives you. So go on Amazon or go to your local Indigo or a bookstore near you, find a journal that speaks to you and makes you feel excited and bring it home with you and start this practice. The next thing I recommend is that you be very specific. So specificity is really important when you are expressing gratitude, when you're sharing gratitude with your source. So instead of writing generic statements like, I am grateful for my family, that's a really good thing to be grateful for, but get really specific. I'm grateful for the laughter and the love my family shared during our game night last night. That is a more specific example. Here's what I wrote today. Okay. I am grateful for doing Charlie's hair this morning and how she kept returning for a goodbye kiss. That's a specific thing. Waking up early to do the hard workouts, specific thing. The family time we spent at the carnival this past weekend, very specific. So it's also beneficial in my opinion, to find things that you're grateful for that have happened within the last 24 hours, because it challenges you to look at what you want to be grateful for throughout the day and the things you want to feel gratitude over And even on the tough days, especially on the tough days, looking for the silver linings or the lessons you learned from a difficult situation or an encounter really has power in finding gratitude in adversity because you're telling your brain to make new meaning out of maybe a crummy situation or a poor encounter with a coworker or a fight you had with your husband or who cut you off in traffic or someone who you know that passed away. Like we can find gratitude in the hard moments and the good moments. Is it easier to find gratitude in the good moments? Of course, that's natural. But even on the hard days, returning to this practice and being specific about what you're grateful for is going to really just reverberate volumes into your life, how you view yourself and your perspective. The last piece of advice that I want to give you, and this is what makes gratitude so effective is you have to feel it. You can't just write it down because if you write it down and you don't apply a feeling to it, it becomes monotonous It becomes meaningless, devoid of feeling. And that is what makes the practice of gratitude so powerful in the first place is the meaning you get from the things you are writing. I had my best friend. She's, I love her. She was like, I don't know how you do this gratitude thing. I just feel like it's more of a task. She's missing the mark. I was like, babe, You got to find the feeling associated with what you're grateful for, not just write down the generic items of what we're grateful for. So what I like to do is I like to think of what I'm grateful for like a movie and, and replay it in my mind and get completely enveloped in it and relive that moment or those moments in my mind. It's experiencing the moment where I have a makeout session with my hubby or my daughter and I were working on her reading skills. And my son comes up to me in the morning when I'm getting ready and just hugs my leg. Those produce a feeling and feeling the emotion is what makes gratitude practice so powerful. Your brain will attach emotions to your thoughts that you think and the thoughts you think drive you to take action so when I'm describe when I was describing this to my best friend I'm like no 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 you got to write down the stuff that is like juicy that gets you like almost to the point of like happy tears of like I am so blessed because I have this thing in my life this person in my life this situation this job this song that I love that came on whatever it is and really you realize that the more and more you return to this practice the more and more that you want to return to it. Because when you feel those high vibe emotions, you're karmically sending that out. Gratitude has a ripple effect of helping you become present in your life. You begin to see things from a new perspective, a new lens, and you recognize the blessings that have been gifted to you. It's about being in the here and now and being grateful for what is And when you're on that vibe, you see more possibility, more potential, more greatness, more growth in your life. You can also start to share gratitude. And I I recommend doing this. Obviously, it's really important to build this ritual into your life on a personal level and to grow your wellness. But it's also so powerful to share gratitude with those around you. Tell someone you're grateful for them. Or write a gratitude letter to express your appreciation for someone's impact on your life. Send thank you cards. Like, say something nice to the barista at Starbucks or the cashier at your local grocery store. The little things are really the big things when it comes to gratitude. And taking the time to share it, just again, puts out that karmic energy that you are also drawing back to yourself. I live by a mantra that I'm addicted to gratitude because gratitude is addicted to me. I'm addicted to gratitude because gratitude is addicted to me. I live by that because we live in a society, in a world where it's so easy to get completely consumed in the negativity, the fear, the horrible events that are happening today. Like I cannot believe the news with what's happening in Islam, in all of these places, like people are just ripping each other apart for the sake of it. So when you are starting your day, when you are up-leveling your life, lifting yourself up, you need to come from a place of gratitude because It is an emotion that reverberates outwardly to everyone around you. And even though I can't do anything, and you can't probably do anything from the perspective of awful things happening in the world, the role and the responsibility that we have is to work on ourselves first, to be kind, to be loving, to be grateful, to be thankful, to share that, to speak that into existence. Because that is exactly what the world needs. And also remember that developing this practice, a gratitude practice, it is a journey. And it may take time to see the full benefits, but I promise if you stay committed and stay patient and also curious to reaping the rewards, you will become a more positive person. You will develop a greater mindset for being grateful. You will expand your life. And I know that this is what we all collectively want. We want to have abundance in our lives, but you have to get comfortable with expressing gratitude for what currently is, for where you are, even if it's not exactly where you want to be. The importance of expressing gratitude from a place where you know you want a different lifestyle or a different job or a different relationship, a different financial profile, a different health profile, you need to come back to what you're grateful for now in order to appreciate where you are going. So I hope this episode served you today. If you want to share anything that you're grateful with with me, I would absolutely love that. You can always tag me at sheempowers.co or send me a DM. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I hope you have an amazing week ahead. I love you all and I will catch you next week on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening the whole way through on She Empowers, the podcast. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you are listening to podcasts. And if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a five-star review of the show so more women can learn about what we are doing over here. You can also copy this link and share it on your social media and tag me at sheempowers.co. That is the way we get these beautiful messages out to more and more souls around the world. Thank you so much for being a part of the She Empowers community. Until next time, go lead with love Enjoy.